Hi, I'm Leanne Blaney, adventure coach, speaker and award-winning author. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast, where we are having conversations about what might be holding you back and how to move forward to achieve your dream life. Come along on a journey and set yourself up by having freedom in your choices, becoming grounded and centered and learn how to speak from the heart. For more information, go to leanneblaney.com. Let's ignite your life. Lisa Evans helps leaders to transform their communication with high-impact public speaking and business storytelling ability. She is a public speaking and business storytelling coach, CEO of Speaking Savvy and the Soft Skills Academy, the curator of Stories from the Heart, TEDx speaker coach, author, radio show presenter, improv actor and host of Business Chat Podcast. Hi Lisa, welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast. Thanks for having me, Leanne. You're very welcome, and I'm excited today to talk about our theme of starting over at 40. But first, do you want to give the listeners a little bit uh, more information about you and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, so right now I've got a business called Speaking Savvy. I'm a public speaking and business storytelling coach, mentor, and uh, trainer. And, but that hasn't always been my my career. So I started off my early career as a nurse and midwife. I'm from London. I did all my training in London and then came over to Australia, the big opportunity to come and, and work here. And I specialised as a neonatal intensive care midwife and did that career for over 20 years. And then life suddenly changed overnight for me when a virus destroyed pretty much all of my hearing. I was left with about 10% of hearing on one side only, no sound on the other side. And so that was the end of life, how I knew it before that significant uh, health event uh, happened to me. So it wasn't safe or practical to work in the challenging area of intensive care midwifery. So I had to walk away from the only career that I'd ever known. So there was that sort of loss around that aspect and wondering what am I going to do? What am I going to do for the rest of my career? I was 40. So who's going to employ me? You know, I was in a, a pretty sort of negative space at that time because I'd been hit with this unexpected illness. So for a short time, I um, went back to finish off an MBA and I got a job in the Department of Health, which turned out to be not healthy at all. It was a toxic workplace and that pretty much destroyed whatever self-confidence I had. So not only was I learning to come to terms with significant and permanent hearing loss, but also this toxic work environment. So it was at my lowest point when I met uh, a wonderful chap called Professor Rajan, who's an expert in hearing technology, and he invited me to take part in his research trial. And I got the amazing gift of a cochlear implant, which was my opportunity to start over, to learn to hear again in a very different way, huge amount, a big commitment um, on both our parts. Uh, and I had to retrain to retrain my brain to hear differently. And it was in that process that I began to get interested in public speaking. So I went on my own journey of working with coaches and trainers and, and speaking and deciding that I wanted to be a professional speaker. At this point, I was still working in the Department of Health, but I'd switched to state health, a much nicer workplace. And so I did certs in coaching and training and, 
and then thought uh, another milestone birthday i thought you know is this it um am i to be doing this for the rest of my life working in the public service or shall i give business a go so i decided to start my my business and i decided to ease into it gradually i know there are two schools of thought you know cold turkey versus but i decided to uh, reduce my hours as I built up my business. So I've now been seven years in in business and pretty much, uh, you know, doing starting over, doing something completely different. <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? And I, I just want to thank you for sharing that too, because I think it's going to resonate with the lot the listeners, especially because you know that hitting that forty and changes and. It, I sort of can identify a little bit with you. I didn't have the traumatic event, but I was working with government and I had that toxic environment and then I wanted to learn something different and I learned about personal development, coaching and that, and then took on the same sort of path. I transitioned from government into business myself. So it was an interesting time and I've been talking to a lot of women who they've either had something happen from 40 between their 40s to 50s and then they're changing or you know, they've just decided to start questioning everything. Things are changing. So it's a big thing, isn't it? Like I think, I don't know, they do say the midlife crisis. I don't think it's a crisis. I just think it's a change in the way we think. What do you reckon about that? Well, it's almost like an awakening that you really appreciate. You know, when I look back over my youth, I used to waste a lot of time, you know, sleeping in and and uh, partying all night and those kinds of things. And now all of a sudden you go, hang on, like I've had a good chunk of my life, I don't know how much time I've got left and we need to stop wasting time and really pull our finger out and do, you know, make a difference and leave a legacy. So I think we become more conscious of time and then we start questioning, am I making good use of, of my time, my relationships, who I choose to, where I choose to work and those kinds of things. So it is almost like a shake-up, awakening. <laughs> I don't know about a midlife crisis, but call it what you will. It's, there's a definite change. Yeah, I like the awakening. I think that's what it is because I think when yeah. you go pre-40 to after 40, it did for me especially, it seemed mm. like that I was suddenly awake to what was actually happening to my life and then I had control instead of letting things happen to me. I thought, well, I can actually do things for myself and have a bit more control over what the future might look like. Yeah, it's empowering, isn't it? Yeah, it certainly is. So our theme is starting over at 40. So Talking about starting over 40, I thought it'd be great to talk about how to inspire women, especially who, you know, might be starting to ask the questions or might have something happen again, you know, like uh, the business, you know, working with a, in a job, they might want to go into business because I do talk to a lot of women like that. Where would you start with that? What, what point do you think, you know, was the most key for you to go, okay, I can have control of what, it, what I'm doing here? Yeah, I think that having courage, having that courage to step out into the you know, very sort of public arena, if if you like, and putting yourself out there as a, a new business owner, particularly if it's in a in an area that's different to what you've been doing, and really um, you're being clear on on what you want, but also being kind to yourself. And and the way that I approached it was sort of thinking, okay, what could be the worst thing that could happen? Well, the business doesn't doesn't do particularly well. It doesn't take off, and I end up working for the government again. You know, that wouldn't be all bad. There are a lot of a lot of of benefits. So surround yourself by people who are able to support you. Ask ask for help. Be willing to ask questions, lots and lots of questions. But the most important thing, Leanne, is 
getting started. And I also work with business owners as well. And I help people become professional speakers and and to, to improve their speaking. And I find that a lot of people are very good at signing up for an, for a course and another course and a webinar and getting a coach and another coach. But it's the implementation side of things that that propels you forward and gets you going, however uncomfortable and scary it might be. So that question on a daily basis would be, what step am I going to take today that gets me a little bit closer towards that that goal? And, and it's okay to feel extremely uncomfortable about that, but I am taking that step because we all know about that pain of, of regret of, I oh, wish I'd have started a business or why didn't I leave that terrible boss or, or workplace? So it's uh, get started. You, you probably don't need another book, another course, another coach. Get started, keep it small and one step at a time moving forward and definitely asking for help. It's more than one tip, I know. That's it in a nutshell. <laughs> no, I love it because I think it's so relevant. Isn't it? When um, I think you started off saying we need to have courage, and I think having courage means doesn't have to mean that the great big changes, the great big steps, um, reaching for things that may not happen, like taking huge risk is massive when you're over 40 because you think, oh, you might still have children that you're trying to support, you might have family, whatever it is. So it can seem a bit daunting, but these little steps I think that's a wonderful way to put it because the little steps aren't as scary, are they? They think, oh, if you just get one little thing going, then maybe the next thing's not as scary. Then you just keep moving. And before you know it, wow, I've got a fully, you know, full-grown business. <laughs> yeah. And on that point, I think it's important to say stopping to reward and recognise your own achievements because we do these little step, 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 step. And then the end of the month we go, oh, I haven't done a lot. And then you look back and you go, actually, I have. That's the first thing. The other thing I'd like to add is don't fall into the trap of comparisonitis. Don't ever compare you know, where you are with, with where somebody else is on, on the journey, which is so hard not to do. <laughs> it really is, isn't it? Because we see so many people out there and they're portraying a certain look or thing about their business. You think, oh, wow, they started at the same time as me, but they're way ahead. But you really don't know what's going on for a person or their business, do you? So it's, That's it's more like, are you on your journey? Are you moving ahead? Are you going at a pace that you can... Uh, manage. So I think they're more important things to see what you're doing and look at your journey rather than comparing yourself to somebody who might have started at the same time. Totally agree, Leanne. Yeah. So if somebody's like looking to do the changes, we were talking about books and taking courses and things, and that's all great to get you know yourself going yeah. and a bit of momentum going. But it, when you say doing the implementation and that, I think when you said the questions, the questions are key, aren't they? Because I find that a lot of I shouldn't generalise, but I know the people I've talked to, my clients, and that have often not done yeah. the questioning. They've not done that awakening because they've not started to see that, you know, getting curious of what is my life like? What do I really want? Instead of going, I don't want this, I don't want that, what do I want? So it's really getting curious about everything in your life, about what you want especially. Yeah, definitely. And that's where a good a good coach can can help you with working all that sort of strategy side out and where you're going and your direction. But I also think that 
uh, I found that the most helpful thing was actually having a mentor. So somebody who was able to, you know, roll their sleeves up. And I know that some, some people sort of confuse mentoring and coaching, but pure coaching is really very different, as you know. And and having a mentor, so somebody who has walked a similar path, but they are a lot further ahead and they can help you navigate the shortcuts and and stop you from falling into those traps that perhaps they did those costly costly mistakes yeah so definitely i think that you can shortcut your your journey if you if you get help but it's important to get a coach who's really the right fit for you yeah i love that so you being the storyteller and helping women uh, or people, you know, with their storytelling, their yeah. speaking, that sort of stuff, do you get some question going, wow, you changed your life around. Oh, I don't know if I can do it. What what should I do? Do they start asking you those questions? Yeah. And, you know, I started off as a nervous beginner too. I had I had significant challenges with um, with deafness and hearing impairment. I had lack of confidence. I had you know, all sorts of, of um, things going on in my life. And it was only when I decided to really take back control and 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 start uh, planning out the new future that things changed for me. So definitely it, it can it can seem daunting when, when you look at somebody and go, wow, you know, they've achieved all this. But you know, we all we all start we all start somewhere. And it's that starting that's the most important thing. And if you get stuck, don't stay stuck. Ask for help. Reach out. I mean, even if it's ask a question on LinkedIn or join a Facebook group or listen to a podcast. Podcasts are amazing. You can find a lot of answers from listening to a podcast. And pretty much any podcast host that I've come across is always happy to hear from you. You can reach out and touch base via Instagram or email, and they'll also answer some some questions for you. Yeah, that's, that's very true. I'd love it when I hear from my listeners because it's just... Yeah, you, me too. You, you get more into involved in what's actually going on for people too. If we find out what's actually happening, then I know sort of, oh, maybe I've got a guess that's going to suit that. And I think that's like our life too. Do we have somebody that can actually help us where we want to go? So as you said, it could be a mentor. It could be doing a coaching course. It could be just starting a business up and taking one step at a time. It's just really yeah. finding out what's best for you, isn't it? Exactly. And I find that often when I hear it so many times with clients that I coach is that when they when they step into that new area of being an entrepreneur, often their friends and family like don't get it. Now, particularly if you've walked away from a stable, well-paid job and they're like, "What? why on earth would you want to do that? And they're not necessarily the best cheer squad for you. And sometimes it's your, you know, your business colleagues that are more supportive and joining different networking groups, you know, women in business and those types of groups can be a great support as well because your colleagues and your, your startup entrepreneur family, they'll get it. They'll get why you want to do it, why it's important, and also the journey. So you've got to really find the key people in in your world who are going to support you and cheer you on. It's yeah, hard work, isn't it? <laughs> it, it is hard work because often, you know, you start off as a solopreneur, like you're just you, you're doing everything. Yeah. And if you're especially working from home, that can actually, you know, disconnect you from a lot of things that are going on. So you do need those connections. You do need that support. But it's from the, the right people. And I found that myself. I thought, you know, oh, I need to go see these people. 
Well, it didn't work out that they were the best for helping me grow because that's what it's all about, isn't it? I think starting over at 40 for me was definitely about learning and growing and being that a different person because you don't think about it as much, I don't think, before that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. So if somebody um, have you, I suppose I want to ask about the journeys. You've seen plenty of people, you know, start their journey, start over at 40, like you yourself, yourself were one. What are you seeing change within them when they do start on a different journey? Not necessarily starting their business straight away and that, but yeah. starting on the journey. Well, for most of the people that I work with, it's a speaking a speaking journey. So they want to be better public speakers. They want to be motivational speakers. You know, they want to launch a book. They want to be on radio. So it's really about that. Okay, leaving a legacy. How can I share a message with the with the world? And often it's confidence, self esteem, and a lack of tools and techniques that that's the barrier. So uh, I, I'm also an NLP coach and um, as well as a business coach and a speaker coach. So helping people overcome any blockages that might be in the way uh helping them boost their confidence but it's just wonderful to see people grow and blossom and be able to use speaking as a as a strategic marketing tool to really get your business out there and i just love it that when somebody's got you know that little bit extra confidence their ability to grow and develop just skyrockets from that point forward and look I, I don't take credit for that they've got to do the work as you know with coaching it's the client that, that does the work but I love being the at the person in the wings who's sort of gently pushing them and encouraging them and that person on the end of the phone who will you know talk somebody down if they're having a, a bit of a moment as they're about to go on on stage you know that's what gives me a lot of, of joy in the work that I that I do. And I do work with quite a lot of people who are 40 plus and they're either you know reinventing themselves within their career or they're changing direction slightly. And I think you know confidence and courage is absolutely key to, to success in having that direction or reinvention, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I love that. And I totally agree because the clients that I've had that I've worked with. I, I like to take them along to the next stage where I'm a bucket list coach. So I want them to start living their bucket list. I don't want them regretting things. And I know that once you hit 40 and 50, you start questioning, going, is this all there is? Am I going to just retire? What happens next? Instead of thinking, well, what can I do now? What can I enjoy now? And I think a lot of people keep looking to the future. I've got to keep working. I've got to keep having the money for in the future. But what about right this moment? I think the 40s and 50s, I mean, I'm 52 now. I've loved since I was 40. More than the rest of my life, I think I've had more confidence. I've tried more things. I've wanted to step outside my comfort zone, learn more about myself. And when I get my clients to start doing that, I just love it to see that, you know, yeah. just the change in expression and how they start describing things. Oh, I went and did this. It's so exciting. It is. Yeah, it's very rewarding as a coach to see those those moments when people truly step into themselves and just sort of shine from within you can you can see that uh, that the way that they almost glow <laughs> they do don't they yeah yeah do you find being like 40 plus 50 plus that i know i know a lot of the young ones say oh your filter's going but i don't see it as a filter i think it's more that you've got confidence to speak out and speak your truth and if you've addressed things that have been holding you back do you find your um you 
you know, there's been women that, or even men, I suppose, in what you're doing, that, that oh, they start to get more confidence once they speak for the first time. Oh, may not have went that great, but the next time you do it, you just keep doing it. The confidence just grows. Yeah. Definitely. And with speaking, you know, when somebody realizes that, yes, they have a message worth sharing, yes, they have a message that the world deserves to hear, and that with our message, we can potentially change lives in front of an audience. So when they then experience that, that someone comes up to them and says, oh, that was really helpful what you shared about their topic, or that was so inspiring, then that then edges them on to to do more. You know, we get that that release of endorphins when we know that we're making a difference in somebody else's life. Yeah, and I think in terms of the filter, I certainly care less about what others think about me than I used to when I was younger, more confident and comfortable in my skin. I don't know whether it's a filter thing or just that part of, you know, I'm here to I, I'm here to make the most of the rest of whatever life I've got. And and it's life's too short to be spending time on superficial relationships or doing stuff that I, I don't want to do or, you know, I want to do the, the, the great stuff every single day. <laughs> oh, love it. I love it. And I think, you know, with the listeners, if they're just getting anything out of this, that life can start at 40, that you can do whatever you want to do. And don't start thinking it's on the downhill run. I think we're still going up and we've got plenty to give. So, Lisa, oh, thank yes. you so much for joining me today. I've loved it. I know we could speak forever on this because, you know, being over 40, I love this time of life. <laughs> but thank you very much. And if anyone wants to get in contact with you or find out more about what you do, where's the best place for them to go? Yeah, my website, speakingsavvy.com.au. And I've also got a podcast called Business Chat Podcast. I look forward to having you on an episode soon, Leanne. Oh, can't wait. Thanks so much, Lisa. Igniters, starting over at 40 doesn't have to be scary. It can be liberating and fun. Lisa shows that no matter what adversity occurs in your life, you can live how you want to. For more information on Lisa, go to her website, speakingsavvy.com.au. For more about bringing balance and adventure to your life, go to my website, leanneblaney.com.